The Franciscan Friars of the Atonement present the Ave Maria Hour. Hello, this is Father Bob Warren of the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour radio show. The Friars' popular Ave Maria Hour was first brought to the radio airwaves in 1939, recorded in New York City and on the mountainside grounds at Graymoor, a home in Garrison, New York. These timeless classic stories of the Bible and the lives of the saints came to life each week through dramatic reenactment by professional actors and actresses. You know, friends, Christ once said, do not hide your treasure under a bushel. In saying this, he meant share your gifts, share your talents. The Friars of the Atonement feel the message in these broadcasts remains as powerful and timely as when they were originally aired, and we are so happy to be able to share them with you today. To learn more about the missions and ministries of the Friars of the Atonement, I invite you to visit our website, www.atonementfriars.org. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour. Chapter 25 The Light of the World that walked in darkness have seen a great light. To them that dwelt in the region of the shadow of death, light is risen. I, the Lord, have called thee in justice and taken thee by the hand and preserved thee, that thou mightest open the eyes of the blind and bring forth the prisoners out of prison them that sit in darkness out of the prison house. And the temple attendants failed to arrest Jesus because never had they heard anyone speak, as did he. Of the Pharisees, each man returned to his own house and waited for the morrow to test Jesus with a woman taken in adultery. And Jesus went to the Mount of Olives and slept. At daybreak, he came into the temple and the people gathered about him and as he was about to teach them, the Pharisees were seen approaching. Master, look. Quiet, quiet. Master, as one well learned in the law of Moses, and you did speak of Moses but yesterday, we come to you with a problem. This woman has just now been caught in adultery. 
And in the law, Moses commanded us to stone such persons. The witnesses first to cast a stone, and afterwards the rest of the people. Aye, 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 it is the law, the law, it is the law. What therefore dost thou say? Now many knew that the Pharisees were asking but to test him, and they waited for Jesus to answer. But he did not, and he stooped and began to write in the dust with his finger. Come, master, we wait your answer. There's no question of guilt. She admits it. The witnesses are here, one of them the man himself. How say you, master? Should she not be stoned? Stoned or she admits her guilt! Wait, wait. The master has not spoken. Why do you write in the dust and not answer? The people are here, stones in hand, and they but wait your judgment. Did Moses write his laws in the dust or on tablets of stone? Let him who is without sin among you cast the first stone. It's growing late. The master's taken so long with his answer, I'll be late for my conference at the treasury. I am late. I must run and make a sacrifice at the temple. One by one, they dropped the stones. For they looked in their hearts and knew they were not without sin. And soon none remained except Jesus and the woman. And he continued to write in the dust. And the woman approached him. Master? Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned thee? No one, Lord. Neither will I condemn thee. Go thy way, and from now on sin no more. And when the woman was gone, Jesus walked into the temple into the court of women, where the great candelabra, the light that burned for all the city, was still flickering. It cast its beam into the treasury adjoining, where the Pharisees were gathered. Jesus alone walked boldly into their midst, and they were surprised and annoyed at being interrupted. Look, he comes here. Will you please stand aside? You're shutting out the light. I am the light of the world. He who follows me does not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. What is he talking about, this man? Thou bearest witness to thyself. Thy witness is not true. Is it not the law? One witness shall not rise up against any man. But in the mouth of two or three witnesses, 
Every word shall stand. Even if I bear witness to myself, my witness is true. Because I know where I came from and where I go. You judge according to the flesh. I judge no one. And even if I do judge, my judgment is true. Because I am not alone. But with me is he who sent me, my father. And in your law it is written that the witness of two persons is true. You stand alone. Where is your other witness? It is I who bear witness to myself. And he who sent me, the father bears witness to me. Where is thy father? You know neither me nor my father. If you knew me, you would then know my father also. Why don't you go and leave us to our duties? I go, and you will seek me, and in your sin you will die. Where I go, you cannot come. <laughs> will he kill himself since he says, where I go you cannot come? <laughs> you are from below. I am from above. You are of this world. I am not of this world. Therefore I said to you that you will die in your sin. For if you do not believe that I am he, you will die in your sin. Who art thou? Why do I speak to you at all? I have many things to speak and to judge concerning you. But he who sent me is true, and the things I heard from him, these I speak in the world. We did not ask that you come here and disrupt our conference. Who sent you here? Who are you? When you have lifted up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am he, and that of myself I do nothing. But even as the Father has taught me, I speak these things. And he who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone, because I do always the things that are pleasing to him. If there are any here who believe in you, speak to them. For I do not believe in you. If you abide in my word, you shall be my disciple indeed. And you shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. We are the children of Abraham. We have never yet been slaves to anyone. How sayest thou, you shall be free? Amen. Amen, I say to you. Everyone who commits sin is a slave of sin. But the slave does not abide in the house forever. The son abides there forever. If therefore the son makes you free, you will be free indeed. I know that you are the children of Abraham. But you seek to kill me because my word takes no hold among you. I speak what I have seen with the father. And you do what you have seen with your father. Abraham is our father. If you are the children of Abraham, do the works of Abraham. But as it is, you are seeking to kill me, 
one who has spoken the truth to you, which I have heard from God, that Abraham did not do. You are doing the works of your father. We have not been born of sin. We have one father, God. If God were your father, you would surely love me. For from God I came forth and have come. For neither have I come of myself. But he sent me. He would have us believe God sent him. <laughs> Why do you not understand my speech? Because you cannot listen to my word. The father from whom you are is the devil. And the desires of your father it is your will to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and has not stood in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he tells a lie, he speaks from his very nature, for he is a liar and the father of lies. But because I speak the truth, you do not believe me. Which of you can convict me of sin? If I speak the truth, why do you not believe me? He who is of God hears the words of God. The reason why you do not hear is that you are not of God. Are we not right in saying thou art a Samaritan and hast a devil? I have not a devil. But I honor my father, and you dishonor me. Yet I do not seek my own glory. There is one who seeks and who judges. Amen, amen, I say to you. If anyone keep my word, he will never see death. <laughs> now we know that thou hast a devil. Abraham is dead, and the prophets. And thou sayest, if anyone keep my word, he will never taste death. Art thou greater than our father Abraham, who is dead, and the prophets are dead? Whom dost thou make thyself? If I glorify myself, my glory is nothing. It is my Father who glorifies me, of whom you say that he is your God. And you do not know him, but I know him. And if I say that I do not know him, I shall be like you, a liar. But I know him, and I keep his word. Abraham, your father, rejoiced that he was to see my day. He saw it and was glad. Thou art not yet fifty years old, and hast thou seen Abraham? Hast thou? <laughs> Amen. Amen, I say to you. Before Abraham came to be, I am.
they took up stones to cast at him. But Jesus hid himself and went out from the temple where he found some of his disciples waiting for him. They walked through the streets and came to a place where sat a blind beggar, one born without sight. And this caused a discussion among them. Help the blind. Help the blind. Help the blind. Master, who has sinned, this man or his parents, that he should be born blind? Neither has this man sinned nor his parents. But the works of God were to be made manifest in him. Does it mean that God permits this evil from natural causes in order to manifest his divine power? I must do the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When Jesus had said these things, he spat on the ground and made clay with the spittle and spread the clay over the eyes and commanded the blind man to go wash in the pool of Siloay. So he went away and washed and returned seeing. And this caused much concern among the neighbors who were wont to see him before as a beggar. Is not this the one that used to sit and beg? Oh, by no means. He only resembles him. No, it is. I'll ask him. Are not you the one who used to sit and beg? I am he. How were thine eyes opened? The man who is called Jesus made clay and anointed my eyes and said to me, Go to the pool of Siloe and wash. And I went and washed. And I see. Where is he? I do not know. Come with us. Where are you taking me? To the Pharisees. How did you receive sight? He put clay upon my eyes, and I washed, and I see. Who put clay upon your eyes? The man called Jesus. When did he do this? Today, but a few hours ago. Oh, today. Do you not know it is the Sabbath? I know it is. You see, the man is not from God, for he does not keep the Sabbath. Right, he did not keep the Sabbath. How can a man who is a sinner... Work these signs. What dost thou say of him who opened your eyes? He is a prophet. Now I find this all hard to believe. You were not born blind, 
You pretended blindness to stir up sympathy for yourself in your begging. That is not true. Ask those about you. We have heard their story. Now we'll summon your parents and ask them. Is it? Why am I summoned? Has anything happened to my son? Look upon this man. Is he your son? Yes, yes. Is this your son of whom you say that he was born blind? Yes. To our sorrow from the moment of birth, he did not see. How then does he see now? What? What? He sees. God be praised if this is true. You swear this is your son born blind? We know that this is our son, and that he was born blind. But how he now sees, we do not know. Or who opened his eyes, we ourselves do not know. Ask him. He is of age. Beggar, give glory to God. That I do with all my soul. Now we ourselves know that this man is a sinner. Whether he is a sinner or not, I do not know. One thing I do know, that whereas I was blind, now I see. What did he do to thee? How did he open thy eyes? I have told you already, and you have heard. Why would you hear again? Would you also become his disciples? What? No. A little respect, no. ignorant beggar. You speak of things beyond your understanding. I was blind. Now I see that I do understand. You could do worse than become his disciples. Thou art his disciple, but we are disciples of Moses. We know that God spoke to Moses. But as for this man... We do not know where he is from. Why, herein is the marvel that you do not know where he is from, and yet he opened my eyes. Now we know that God does not hear sinners, but if anyone is a worshiper of God and he does his will, him he hears. Not from the beginning of the world has it been heard that anyone opened the eyes of a man born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. Thou wast altogether born in sins. You are the sin of your parents' sins. And dost thou teach us? Get thee out from here. He who believes in Jesus is denied the synagogue. And they turned the blind man out. Jesus, when he had heard of this, sought him out, and the Pharisees followed Jesus about. Who comes? Dost thou believe in the Son of God? Who is he, Lord, that I may believe in him? Thou hast both seen him? And he it is who speaks with thee. 
I believe, Lord. What judgment have I come into this world that they who do not see may see and they who see may become blind. Now at this moment, some of the Pharisees were approaching, and they heard these last words of Jesus spoken to the blind man who was worshiping at his feet. They were scandalized, for they thought Jesus had directed his words to them. Are we also blind? If you were blind, you would not have sin. We have eyes and see with them very well. Blindness is a sin passed on by parents to children at birth. And we have had our sight since we were born. But now that you say, we see, your sin remains. Jesus turned and left that place. And among the people there arose a discussion with the Pharisees who were scandalized at what they had seen and heard. He has a devil. Can a devil open the eyes of the blind? The blinded man is right. He is a devil and he is mad. Why do you listen to him? Like a thieving shepherd, he will lead you astray. No, no. So you do not believe your leaders. I believe in him who cured me of blindness. Indeed. I believe. Because if he were not from God, he could do nothing. No. Right. And there was much discussion and disagreement among the people. For many knew the man who was born blind, and they wondered why their leaders refused to believe that which they had seen with their own eyes. The people who walk in darkness have seen a great light. To them that dwelt in the region of the shadow of death, light is risen. I, the Lord, have called thee in justice, and taken thee by the hand and preserved thee, that thou mightest open the eyes of the blind, and bring forth the prisoners out of prison, and them that sit in darkness out of the prison house. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour, brought to you by the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. For over 110 years, the Friars have devoted themselves to fulfilling St. Francis' prayer, to heal wounds, to unite what has fallen apart, and to bring home those who have lost their way. We work for Christian unity and interreligious understanding. We provide respite at our retreat center at Greymore for those in need of spiritual renewal. We staff parishes throughout the world. 
serve as chaplains for colleges, hospitals, and prisons. We care for the ill through hospice work, ministry to those with HIV-AIDS. We also shelter the homeless and provide treatment and services for those suffering from alcoholism and drug addiction. If you would like to be included in our prayer list, participate in special St. Anthony Novenas, and or visit St. Anthony Shrine Graymore, attend a retreat, learn more about our Ave Maria Hour productions, or simply make a donation to assist us in fulfilling St. Francis' prayer to help those in need, please visit our website at atonementfriars.org or email me at avemaria at atonementfriars.org. You can write to me, Father Bob, Friars of the Atonement, Graymore, Post Office Box 300, Garrison, New York, 10524. And so, in closing, I ask for the blessing of God upon you and those you love. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may he look upon you with kindness and give you his peace. Amen.